0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Murder Board Podcast. The anthology podcast of fictional horror mystery stories told episodically. I am your host, Walter Williams III. These stories and characters are fictionalized and based on my life and the people in it. Tonight we will be continuing with Season 1, Friends on the Other Side. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Episode 3 Little Shops of Horrors Having woken up in his hospital bed a shower of confusion washes over Shelton. He sits up in his bed and his memory returns quickly. He lost his leg. While his eyes continue adjusting to the early morning sunlight shining through the window behind him he hears the TV sitting in the corner. Up next, I know who killed me. Then later, Reanimator. Only on AMC Fear Fest. Shelton turns away from the TV. He's drawn to his right side where his mother was sleeping in a chair beside him. Suddenly, the hospital door is open. It's the doctor. He checks Shelton and makes sure he's feeling okay. Afterwards, the doctor steps back, and two strangers walk in. Shelton gives another face of confusion. Shelton, this is Detective Rihanna Robinson and Agent Chris Ross. They'd like to talk to you about your attack. Shelton looks at them straight in the eye. Okay, Shelton agrees. First off, good morning, Rihanna starts. We know you've been through a lot these last couple of hours, and we're trying to fast-track this investigation before things. Rihanna pauses. Escalate? Shelton looks down. You mean before more people get hurt? Exactly. Chris confirms. Not to be insensitive to your situation, but talking to you while things are still fresh in your mind could be beneficial. Sheldon looks up at Chris and... Raises his eyebrows. He recognizes Chris from the gas station. I remember you. Sheldon gives a smirk and then it fades rather quickly. I know. Now can you tell us about your encounter? Chris continues. Sheldon begins telling his story while Rihanna takes notes. meanwhile Sam Robbie and Erica are having lunch Sam is explaining her worries about the killer still being out there look it was just one attack and thank God Shelton didn't die we should focus on the positives here Robbie expresses while drinking a happy hour Margarita I know but I'm just saying we should be more careful at night now things tend to get worse when this stuff happens I just can't help but worry that Sam is interrupted by Erica. This is only the beginning? There's an awkward silence at the table. You sound like Walter, Robbie chimes in. You're right, we need to be extra careful, but given what's happened in the past, this isn't necessarily a time to lock down the city. Erica takes a sip of her drink. Well, I'm not the only one. Roderick said he wouldn't even leave his house until the police caught them. Both Erica and Robbie laugh. Since when have the police here caught anyone, Erica says. They usually just end up dead before they get there anyway. Thanks, that makes me feel better, Sam sarcastically states. Sam sits back and sips on her almost empty glass of water. Robbie puts cash on the table and gets up. Erica follows. Look, just stay safe, and everything's going to be fine. In fact, you should come by the hotel later on tonight, and we can talk about it a little more. Robbie says while putting his jacket on after having it resting on the empty chair next to him. Right now, we're going to go check up on some more friends, and then we're going to Target to see Zari and Walter. Erica leans down and gives an aside remark. They know he's going to want to ride home. All three chuckle, and Robbie gives Sam a hug. Everything's going to be fine. Eric and Robbie leave, and Sam sits quietly. Back at the hospital, the conversation between Shelton and the police conclude. They pack up and get ready to leave the room, but Chris stops for one more question. Thank you, Shelton, for the detailed information. No problem, Shelton replies. But, uh, there's just one more thing I need to ask. Chris walks back over to Shelton. You see... We were able to get a hold of security footage of your attack. And in the footage, you immediately run to the front door, first chance you got. But then you stopped. Sheldon begins pondering, then gives an answer. He shot at the door. Took me by surprise. Rihanna cuts in now. Well, yeah, but a few seconds later. What's a few seconds mean? I was in fight or flight mode. Shelton defends. We know, Chris begins his sentence, but Rihanna finishes. Did you see someone outside? Shelton looks down once more. Was there someone outside during your attack? We found a footprint outside, just a few feet away, and our forensics team is working on that print as we speak. Rihanna restates the question. Shelton licks his lips. Yes. Chris listens closely. Why didn't you call for their help? I would think if anyone was around, you'd scream for help, Chris asked. Unless it was someone you knew. Someone who had given you pause until the glass shattered. Rihanna continued leaning forward. Shelton begins to tremble as he answers. Yes. I I knew. Shelton? Chris commands. Who was it? Shelton looks up and begins to answer. Rihanna phone buzzes and she steps out. What's up, Alex? So, uh, we don't have anything on the footprint yet, but we did we did find something. Well, what is it? Rihanna raises her voice. It's the bullets we found. They belong to a 32 caliber gun, and the gun is legally registered to Joshua Stevens. Rihanna turns to look through the window at the hospital room door. And let me guess, he's a friend of the victim, Shelton Norman? Rana guesses. Alex replies, correct. In fact, they're roommates. Later that night at Target, Walter and Zaria are a part of the closing team, along with their friend Taylor and a few other employees. Zarya has been FaceTiming Erica and Robbie. Alright, we're on the way there now, Erica yells through the phone. Girl, you're not even in the car yet, Zarya laughs. I'm waiting on Robbie. He's the one taking all day. Zarya rolls her eyes and hangs up. Walter and Taylor roll up with the empty carts. Reshop is done and I'm ready to go, Walter says while falling onto the floor. We just gotta check each area and then we can go, says Zarya. Also, Robbie and Eric are on the way. Walter lifts his arm and gives a thumbs up. I'll check the main floor, says Taylor. Then I can go to the back room and check with you, Zarya, if you want. Zarya gives a blushing smile. Yeah, that's cool. Taylor smiles back. Walter, ruining the moment, stands in between both of them. And I'll be waiting by the door. The three separate, Zaria and Taylor making their way to the back of the store. Walter wanders by the entrance while on his phone. Once Zaria and Taylor make their way to the back room, they check the entrances. Zaria comes across an unlocked door. She steps out, looks outside. She sees nothing and closes the door back, locking it. Taylor checks by the garbage compactor, where he comes across what seemed like a leak. Zaria catches up. All clear? She asks. Yeah, besides this leak, Taylor replies. The two look closer and begin to follow where the leak is coming from. Zarya stops while Taylor continues to follow the trail. She sticks her finger into the liquid. It immediately becomes clear to her it's blood. Uh, Taylor? She yells, standing up. Taylor doesn't respond due to coming to the end of the trail. He can't take his eyes off of the horror. The horror he's seeing. He can't believe what he's seeing. Taylor? Zarya yells again, walking over to him. Then she sees it too. Taylor whispers. It's it's everywhere. Zarya begins pulling him away. Come on, come on, we gotta go. The two walk away and begin to pick up speed. Zaria pulls out her phone to call 911. Simultaneously, Walter is scrolling on his phone standing at the entrance. He gets a text from Ryan Mitchell. New song, bro. Tell me what you think. Before getting a chance to reply, there's a knock on the glass of the entrance doors. Walter looks up, putting his phone in his pocket. Looks like a man. Sorry, bro. We're closed. The man doesn't react. Come on, man, don't do this. I just want to go home, he says. Suddenly, the man moves slowly. He takes his axe and scratches it against the glass of the doors. Walter's eyes widen and he begins to brace himself for what's next. The man pulls out a gun, takes aim, and fires, shattering the glass doors. Walter takes off running. He runs to the back of the store, but little does he know that Zarya and Taylor are running towards the front. The axe man walks through the broken glass door and puts his gun back to his side, grips his axe, and runs after Walter. Walter runs into Zarya and Taylor. They talk over each other, but Walter is the loudest. Everyone's dead! Zarya screams. He's here! Walter yells. He's coming! Walter takes off, leaving the other two. Zarya. Taylor gets Zarya's attention. They see the x man running, in which they respond by running and screaming. Walter makes it to the back room, but comes across all the dead Target employees. He slips on their blood, covering the floor. He pulls himself off the floor, seeing all the dead bodies surrounding him. He takes off running again. But only to run into the axeman who swings but Walter ducks and turns the other way. He runs out into the main floor again with the axe man close behind, so close that the next swing of the axe cuts Walter on his arm. Walter turns into the toy aisle where he's then grabbed by Zaria and Taylor, hiding. All three, hiding. Zarya has a cup on her upper leg. Jesus Christ! Walter whispers, here's the plan, we make our way back to the front, Taylor leads, what about the doors, Zarya asks, he broke through, there's an opening, Walter says, the three take a deep breath and begin to run, but before takeoff, blood splatters everywhere, Zarya screams and runs, Walter follows. Taylor's jaggedly decapitated head slams onto the floor, with his twitching body following after. The axeman tilts his zacked face at Taylor's dead body as the blood pours onto the white flooring. He then looks up and runs after the other two. Saria and Walter make it back to the front with bullets being fired behind them. A bullet nicks Saria on her shoulder. They make it out to the parking lot, but another bullet flying powers through Walter's shoulder Walter falls and screams the x man stops and then puts his gun down Zarya goes back for Walter but the x man is getting too close the x man comes and then he's hit by a car that sends him launching across the parking lot the car door is open and it's Erica and Robbie oh thank god Zarya lets out Robbie hops out and helps Zarya get Walter into the car let's go let's go let's go Erica yells. Okay, he's in, Robbie says, closing the door. Suddenly, Robbie is slammed up against the car door and blood spits from his mouth. The Axeman chops and chops at Robbie until he falls on the ground. Zarya, now crying, climbs into the front of seats now that the Axeman is chopping at the car door. Erica tries to drive off, but the Axeman lays his axe into the back tires. Erica tries again, but is unable to move quick enough. The The X-Man moves around the car where Erica is and then shoots at the window, hitting Erica. More blood splatters into Zarya's face. The X-Man reaches through the glass and pulls out Erica. He chops her arm and her chest. Trapped, Walter and Zarya just scream. The X-Man looks up and then police sirens. Police sirens in the distance. The X-Men turns and runs away. As police cars pull up, Walter passes out, and Zaria continues to cry. And that does it for tonight's episode. Tune in next time for episode four, The Grudge. If you like the podcast, please give it a like, leave a comment for open discussion, and share with family and friends. You can also follow the podcast now on Instagram with the username murderboard underscore pod. Alright, thank you once again, and I'll see you on the other side.